Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. Ah, uh, what is up, Lunchbox? I have returned. Yes. I have made it back out of fa- uh, vacation land, and I am here to serve you, my public. <laughs> Keep in mind, I am still alone in a room, talking to myself, hoping that the fictional people in the chat actually do exist. Possibly. Possibly fictional. I'm not trying to be fictionally biased or racist. Fictionalist or something, but... uh. I did. I survived. I survived a week away. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, it is rough out there. And we didn't even go all that far. We went to uh, southern Jersey, a little beachfront time. Tried to go off-season because we could. Uh, my uh, youngest kid, my daughter, uh, we have decided we pulled her out of public school for at least this year, mainly because I, I don't appreciate the way schools are schools are handling the covid situation but before that i was actually having a problem with uh how they were handling the uh high school boys situation they're getting um i don't know anybody that's got high school kids but like the high school boys and i don't want to be like all back in my day but like the high school boys at this point are just next level with sex uh probably because um they can get porn on their phone and stuff. In fact, Charlotte had complained about that in junior high school. That the boys behind her in one of the one of the more one of the non honors classes were were watching porn in class and laughing about it. And like Charlotte, Charlotte's a good kid. She has no interest in sex so far. So that work as a father, that's working really well for me. I'm sure she'll get into it at some point. No phrasing, um, but you know. We, we've always sent the kids to school to learn, um, and they seem to do okay with that, but all three of them have had problems with the distractions and just the up, upped level of bullshit that goes on in public schools these days. Uh, they're all smart, and they were all in honors and AP classes, and whenever, whenever they were in there, they would do kind of fine. It was just sort of like the more general stuff, like health. Uh, I think Charlotte's thing with the porn boys was in shop. <laughs> like, you know, she had to take uh, either home act or shop or whatever. So it's it's not unexpected. I just know that it's not new for schools. Like, boys, like, hitting their sexual peak at 17 and women hitting their sexual peak at 35 or whatever it is that they do. Um, you know, boys tend to be a little bit more aggressive. I just... It's it's a little over the top, so it wasn't cool. Plus, the simple fact that our school district, you know, starts at like seven o'clock in the morning. There's there's no reason for it. There's there's no reason. I, I know that I've talked about this before. Like the state of California has made it a law that high school cannot start before eight twenty in the morning. Uh, even our some schools around here, like Jericho, which is the top school district 
uh, in the state and one of the top in the nation. They don't start they don't start school until I think till like eight thirty or nine o'clock and stuff. Because study after study after study have shown that teenagers literally cannot function properly that early in the morning. They're not capable of getting to sleep early enough. Uh, they're not capable of sleeping enough hour, and they're always like, sleep more, sleep more. It's like, all right, but here's your homework, and here's your sports team, and here's your club you need to be in if you want any hope of college. It's really, the rat race is just ridiculous, and I've, I personally have always believed that, like, school was for education. Like, I went to school because it was better than home, but, like, I went there to learn stuff. That's why I paid for college. Like, I paid for it to go to college because I wanted to learn. I value education. You can learn all that other bullshit kind of on the streets. You can learn it in any McDonald's <laughs> or any McDonald's parking lot, as I found out through, you know, most of high school and stuff like that. It's just no real reason. So, so anyway, the the point of that incredibly long rationale was the fact that Charlotte, uh, she goes to an online academy now, and we can kind of do that from wherever in the world we want to go. And, you know, like it's it's cool. I actually found out yesterday that one of the girls that she's in a study group with, who's currently in California, is moving to Germany uh, because she's an army brat. Her dad's in the army, and they're moving to Germany. And um, it's like it's awesome because there's going to be no disruption for her, aside from everything being you know twelve hours different from you know California to wherever she is in Germany and stuff like that. But like that's that's just that's just awesome. It's a it's a real awesome thing. And the fact that New York State is just like clamping down so hard on like no remote. Bah, bah, bah. Like well Charlotte got like a hundred and five average uh, last semester because it was remote because she wasn't being bothered by all that other stuff. Yeah, she's got her best friends and they message her and FaceTime her and all that other stuff and that's who she wants to talk to, but she doesn't really want to talk to like Jose or um, who was the kid? Um I want to say Scott, but it wasn't Scott. Just, just dicks. You know, I mean, we all remember those guys from high school, and it was funny, I guess, at the time. But, like, as a parent, you're like, dude, nobody wants to see your tiny little dick in, in health class. I, I assure you. I assure you nobody does. Anyway. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I'm not ignoring the chat, but I was speaking, so I wasn't wasn't reading at the same time so yeah i was away i was away for a week so i missed last week's box 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 last week's box i hope everybody did okay without it uh this show is not so scary great uh in terms of content but i do realize that it does sort of anchor things in the week and i know that i kind of missed it because i know once i hit the box i've really got a day and a half left in the week and that's pretty damn good But that means I got much information. Uh, so last week, uh, the top 20 that came out was from two weeks ago. Uh, yes. No. Three weeks ago. Yeah. The one that came out last week was from three weeks ago. And that was actually a pretty cool one because we were just sort of talking about uh, my brand new banner. Yeah. <laughs> And it is a nice banner. Thank you for noticing. I appreciate that. I feel like it brings up a level of professionalism on this show. And then I took a look at my disgusting presence here. By the way, when you see this episode of the Top 20, which will be next week, I'm just going to apologize right now for my appearance. And actually, to anybody listening to the sound of my voice, if I sound disgusting, it's because I am disgusting. And I want to apologize for that. But I'm thinking of going all Mr. Rogers. And I might like start wearing a blazer. Just so it looks a little more professional. Maybe I'll get a clip-on tie and something like that. Do you imagine me showing up here like a young Republican to do the lunchbox? I mean, come on. <laughs> but it could happen. I'm seriously considering it right now. Uh, so that was that. And then today, 
uh, was the one from two weeks ago, and that was actually a pretty a pretty good uh, episode. If you have not checked it out, I talked about like why um, the DIY, like being a full time musician, is just as easy as being a full time musician. Like I could, it's just as easy for me to be a full time musician as it is for me to be a, be a full time clown as it is for me to be a full time. I don't know. I was repairing my my diverter spout in my tub, so I guess I could be a full time plumber too. Like it's all a function of whether or not you're devoting all of your time to something. It doesn't, nobody ever tells you like how to be a full-time successful musician. Like nobody has that answer because it's a lot of luck and subjectivity. But like to do anything full-time, all you really have to do is uh, do it full-time, and then poof, you're magically doing something full-time. Like you want to be a full-time cereal eater, be a full-time cereal eater. Here's what you do: eat cereal all the time. Poof, full-time cereal eater. And you heard that right here on the box. See, see how easy that was. So that's that episode, and then I'm talking about like the Indiegogo stuff and all the cool stuff that we had thought we were going to do, uh, you know, like for for lead up to the release of the record, and then we just, of course, didn't do because because I ran out of time, to be perfectly honest, all other stuff. But uh, the thing to note uh, in terms of programming is now the top 20, because I missed a week, the top 20 will only be one week behind this show, and I think that will work out really swimmingly, I think. Because if I miss enough of these, then the top 20 will actually come out before this show, and we'll have a Spaceball situation. I don't know how we're going to handle that. But I do hope everybody's doing okay. Uh, In terms of other programming on Strangerhood TV, the interview with David Caggiano is out. Um, I cannot recommend this interview more. I'm about halfway through it. I have had an unbelievably busy couple weeks. Like, aside from the, like, anybody that works in a job, where it's not truly covered, like while they're away, knows what I'm talking about. Like you come back, and that Monday is like, okay, cool, here's the five days of work you just missed. Like you have to do all that. So I'm doing all that. Plus, like I'm, I'm, I was hella busy while I was away. I was actually working while I was away, and now I'm working now, and I've got other stuff going on. I actually had to go visit like a couple of clients. Like it's unbelievable how busy I am. And, um, just, just crazy. But, uh, the interview with David Caggiano is on Bacon is My Podcast this week. I, I strongly recommend the interview for a couple of reasons. One, uh, like I said, I'm only halfway through, so I don't know how the rest of it goes. But in terms of where he talks about, like, the attention and sort of, like, not wanting to be, um, to, to have the attention as, a, as an onstage guy, like... The reason that I've tried to explain that for years, like why I have so much trouble doing that, and he just does it like kind of brilliantly. So if you're interested in it, like if you're ever wondering, like, how could somebody not want to be up on stage? Like, it's super easy. Like, you first of all, you, you take two parts social anxiety, throw in a part of at least some stage fright, and then you get some inferiority and insecurities and all that other stuff. And don't forget, you need to have a really thick skin because people treat you like shit when they see you as a target up on stage. And then, of course, there's the fear of failure that just you pepper that in on top. You know, plus some people are just not wired that way. People are some people are just not wired to be the center of attention. And as much as it seems like I like to be the center of attention because I do this stupid show and I host other things and I perform and I'm a singer in a band like I do not. I am very happy to be like kind of behind the scenes. Like I like to be included in stuff, but like I am good for support. Like I'm I'm. If if I were if I had two more legs, like you could strap a vest on me and I would be your service dog. Like I would be completely fine with that. I'd probably be really good. And I promise not to sniff my butt while people are in the house. It's not really a promise. <laughs> 
But anyway, so he talks about that. But also, if you haven't seen the interview, the thing that's kind of cool about like our little sandbox of music and musicians and bands is that David Caggiano is basically the producer for kind of all of them. Uh, in fact, um, we have discussed you know working on a project with David, and that's it is so on the table. I feel like it's on ten tables. I just haven't been able to pull the trigger and and navigate a lot of it because of the kind of like the dynamics with me and my producer, but also the the financial dynamics with with Rebel Nine are just tricky. And honestly, I grow very tired of it very fast, so I I tend not to engage all that often. Um, you know, even the new song, or not new song, the song that we have coming out, it's due out in November now. They keep pushing it back, which honestly is hella unprofessional, and I don't know what the mechanics of that are, but, like, it's irritating me to the point where, like, the next time it's a delay, I'm absolutely going to say something because it is so unprofessional what's going on. I mean, this thing was supposed to be out in August, and now it keeps getting pushed back, pushed back, and pushed back, either because they're not doing something or the other bands that are involved in this project are not doing something, which to me is not an excuse. Like, do it or don't. And, uh, you know, we've done it, and we made the, the, we made the deadlines. We made every deadline. Uh, early even, and it's just pushing us further and further back, and it's pissing me off more and more and more. Uh, I, do, I do not appreciate being jerked around like that, and I certainly don't appreciate it because uh, it's it's at the, you know, the, because other bands can't get their shit together. If anybody knows anything about me professionally, if your reason for screwing something up is because you can't get your shit together, I don't want to work with you anymore. Anyway, so we were going to... We had considered actually working with David on that one, but we decided to do it in-house because it was a cover, and it was easy enough for us to do. I did spend way too much time on it again, which is kind of the problem. Uh, and David has, you know, we've, we've, Dave, we've talked several times about, like, how it would be different, and, and that might be something in the future. But uh, enough about me. What I was saying is that, you know, he's worked on the Craving record. He worked on the last turn of Broadway record, Jackknife Stiletto, like, uh, all, the mid, all the Midnight Mob records. I mean, like, he's defining a sound... Uh, for a lot of your favorite Long Island bands and stuff like that. So if you wanted to hear about the dude that's kind of secretly behind that, this would be a very rare opportunity to do that. So I would I would check that out, and I would uh, recommend that you check that out. So that's uh, I think that's it for programming notes. Unfortunately for you guys, I did have a lot to talk about. I did have some interesting stuff happen while I was away on vacation, but... It seems like currently the big thing to talk about, and why is this cutting off? See, I brought homework, which everybody loves when I bring homework to class. Um, but the reality is, like, you can't you can't really swing a dead cat anymore without hitting a news story about uh, this Gabby Petito. And I'm I'm having a little bit of trouble with it, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Like the case in and of itself. Like I I, I don't I don't want to spend too much time on it because. You can just watch it anywhere on every single TV. Yeah, white girl has gone missing. Like, alert everybody and talk about it 24-7, which right there is the problem. Like, yeah, it's awful. It's awful that, you know, this this young this young woman, I mean, we still don't know what happened, but we know that she's not alive anymore, and that's awful. Like, it's terribly awful uh, that that's happened. What I'm, what I'm being bothered by, quite honestly, is the coverage of this because it... Is it, it is offensive to me, just as a consumer of news, that one person is getting so much attention while so many others are not. And I, I don't understand why that's not a bigger issue. And it seems to only be a bigger issue to people who actually care about this sort of thing. Uh, in fact, I had, 
I, I had gotten into a slight argument with a friend uh, yesterday because, just like everybody else, had posted something about, like, you know, the guy Petito case and basically hoped that they find this dude's body in a ditch uh, or whatever, which... And I was like, well, you know, at the very least, we can get back to looking for other people. And I got, you know, chastised basically for, for taking that taking that stance. Like, yeah, I don't wish ill on anybody. But what I do wish is that maybe somebody that's not a 22-year-old white girl, a uh, blogger, a YouTube influencer. And honestly, the phrase just makes me want to throw up in my mouth a little bit. Um, like, she is not more important than anybody else that's missing. She shouldn't be. But yet, she is. Like, I either should not know her name, or I should know all the people's names that are missing. Like, back in the day when it was just on a milk carton and stuff like that, like, I would read those things. And it mattered to me because it was sad. Like, you know, it was either a runaway situation or abduction situation. Uh, you know, in my lifetime, we've had a lot of uh, parental custodial interference situations. Like, that's come up. Um, obviously, like child abduction and, mol and molestation has always been around, but it's certainly on the rise now. Like, you know, missing kids, like, that was kind of how that is. Like, but like, like, by a show of hands, who, who thinks this is honestly the only missing woman in the country right now? Right? Nobody. No, nobody, nobody within the sound of my voice should think that, and I really doubt that anybody should think that. And I really doubt that anybody thinks that. And you know, and I'm not even, like, pushing, like, it should be, you know, like, because it's a white girl. Like, it is. Like, it really is. It, it's because of that and because she has a YouTube following, which, again, is just nauseating that, that, that that's a reason for fame. Like, there are, like, mothers of two that are missing. Like, that's way more important to me. Like, those those are people whose lives are, like, going to be ruined forever. And, like, yeah, Gabby Petito's parents are going to be really sad. I'm sure her fiancé, if he's alive and actually didn't kill her, which is, I guess, is still possible, um, I think he would be sad. Like, you know, and that'll be ruined. But, like, there are mothers of children that are missing. Like, those children don't have, like, is anybody seeing, like, how important that is? Like, that should be on the news every single day. Like, even if it's just the end of the news. By the way, here are the people that are missing from your area right now. Like, why is that not a thing? Like, why can we not have, like, Rosanna Scotto at the end of the news be like, here's pictures of people that are missing in your area. Just bang them out. They're missing for 10 years. Put them up. Put up, you know, we can, we can do that thing where we can find out how old you are. I mean, like, I'm doing it right now. I'm actually 22 years old, but this is how it's going to look when I'm older. So it's digital technology like that, you know, that kind of stuff. But why can't we why can't we put that up? So anyway, so what I had brought and again, I don't want to make this about like specifically people of color and stuff like that, but they've got a gripe, man. They've got a fair amount to bitch about. Um, this did not print as well as I wanted, so I will try and do some of it. But this is from Vice. I read a lot from Vice.com. I just I find it very interesting the reporting that goes on there. It's like the newer level of reporting, when the internet became everybody's newspaper, like, you have to be careful. Like, I read a lot of Vice, Mother Jones, Slate, like, depending on what I'm looking for. And I, and I stick to a lot of writers. I did that whole thing about The Nation with John Nickel the other day, or the other day, several months ago, <laughs> the other show. But, like, I just wanted to read, like, a little bit. And this is this is from Vice, and it's basically, like, the, the title of it is Gabby Petito's Case Got Attention. Many indigenous and black cases do not, which is exactly what I'm saying. Uh, so this is just how this uh, just starts. 
Uh, when Nicole Wagons saw the media furor over the disappearance of YouTuber Gabby Petito, she couldn't help to her think she couldn't help but think to herself, "Quote: Where in the hell is our FBI? Where's the FBI that's supposed to be helping and assisting all of us on the reservation?" And is this page one? I don't know. <laughs> what do I know? I'm missing like all of this. Sorry, I suck. Okay, so. Man, the part I actually wanted to read is not here. See, when I'm talking about professionalism, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry to be laughing. But so this this, this woman, she's, um, she's a northern uh, Arapaho, I believe, in Wyoming on the reservation. Uh, and her name is Nicole Wagon. And her daughter was murdered at home. In January 2019, and her second oldest daughter, Jade, went missing in January 2020. Jade's body was later found on the reservation. Jocelyn's killer, however, remains at large, and Jade's death is still under investigation by the Bureau of Indian Affairs, uh, Wagon told Vice News. Uh, Wagon's trying to get information on their cases, but it's been like pulling teeth, and getting national media attention is equally challenging. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a lot of that, and if I had... If I had printed this better, I would have more of it, but I don't, so I suck. So you'll have to look it up for yourself. But the the basics of it are, like, I remember, like, a year ago, there was a, I want to say, like, a, she wasn't a lieutenant. She was an Army something, and I believe it was in Fort Worth, Texas, and she had gone missing from the Army base. And the Army the army wasn't even doing an investigation. She was, she was Latina, and her mother was raising all kinds of alarms because apparently she was having an affair with a, a sergeant of hers, and the sergeant was married, and they were actually considering that it might be the sergeant's wife, but it ended up being the sergeant that abducted her and killed her. But, like, we, there was no press at all. Like, the only place I ever saw it was if I was sharing it on Instagram. And the only reason it came across my desk is because it showed up, like, on Vice or Mother Jones, and it was like, why isn't anybody talking about this? And nobody was talking about it. You know, like, they found the body. I don't know where the court case is. Like... You know, because nobody's talking about it. But this Gabby Petito, man, man, we know every single thing about her. And it, like, and I don't even watch that kind of TV, but it's making its way to, like, my BBC World News. Like, they're talking about this in Europe. There's a missing girl from Long Island, one missing white girl from Long Island, and they found her body in Wyoming. Unsurprisingly, by the way, given the body cam footage of the police intervention from just before that, like, Breathe. <laughs> it's just upsetting. Because it's a thing that really should be a problem. There should be no... <laughs> there should be no missing women. I mean, unless they want to be missing. Like, I'm not telling you what to do. Like, if you want to be missing, like, you've earned that right. Go, go miss all day if you want. But you should not be missing against your will. Like, that's horrible. And you should never be in danger from somebody you're supposed to trust or even somebody at all. Like, physical space, physical boundaries. Like, you know what I mean? Like... And the, and the simple fact that, you know, this is what we're talking about, this, that she's missing, and now I'm sure the case will just kind of go away. Like, it should be every time. Yep, we found the body of Gabby Petito. Here's the other seven. Oh, that was the statistic. 701 women uh, of indigenous uh, or people of color or women of color in the state of Wyoming have been filed uh, missing missing over the past 10 years 701 i defy you to name one of those women i defy you put it in the chat join the com join the conversation 
99WNRR.com or go to HardRockLunchbox.com. There'll be a link there. And feel free to put in somebody that you know from memory because you saw it on the news that went missing in Wyoming over the past 10 years that isn't Gabby Petito. And if you can do that, I will probably do nothing. But I will acknowledge you. And I'm going to go acknowledge the chat right now before they get too angry. However, I realize it's not summer anymore, but I still have my favorite song of the summer. I hope it's yours, too. It's also my life goal, currently, and forever.